Oh, okay. So you Hi. didn't hear me. Hey. Can so you hear me? I have until like one. All right. Well, basically, I'm going to start some questions and you can answer them however you want to. Um, okay. All right. I'm going to start over and make a whole intro real quick. Yep. Hi, everyone. This is Serafina here, and welcome back to my podcast. And today I am joined with my friend Elijah. We're going, she, he is a transgender male. And today we're going to ask him a few questions about um, his experience as a trans man in uh, his lifetime. I'll he came out as trans. So, tell me something about yourself, Elijah. Um, like you said, I am trans male, and I basically have a really active lifestyle when it comes to being part of the LGBTQ plus community, and I end up standing up for everyone who gets made fun of and stuff. Okay. Now, the next question I want to ask is, um, since you dabbled with makeup and all these other things, um, a lot of people have this thing that for, I have heard a lot of these people who say that for trans men, if they wear a dress or they do makeup, they are not considered a man enough or anything like that. Um, and you told me about you, um, when you do makeup or you do wear clothes that are considered feminine, you consider them uh, yourself wearing them as if they're drag make uh, drag. Is that correct? Yes, a lot of my um, clothes I used to wear when I was still female to my family and stuff when I was younger, I use that for all my drag for um, all my drag looks, and cause I do have a couple different drag personas, but I also just wear makeup because I like it, and sometimes I just want to walk around in a dress and embrace my feminine side. Yes. Now, there's some things that a lot of people will try to say um, that will try to trigger a lot of uh, trans folks to make them feel hurt a lot. Like, when it came to, you know, people saying that if you're a trans man, you can't date um, the same sex gender as you because the fact that it's uh, that's not a manly type of thing. I heard this with one of my friends and it really hurt them a lot because the fact that they have to hear people saying that all because that he considered himself gay that people are calling him a straight person because the fact that he was born female, assigned female at birth. What do you think of um, the whole situation with that? Well, when it comes to things like that, I feel like calling, like, if someone is trans male, like, they're, um, and you call them straight because they like boys, I completely disagree with that, because if they're trans male and they like guys, that means they're gay. Like, me personally, I'm pan, but I have had people come up to me and ask me, like, what gender I like, and I'll say boys, and they're like, oh, so you're straight? I'm like, no, but I was like, girl, so you're bi? No. I think do a whole explanation, and I just try to let inform people I guess that if someone transitions from their assigned gender to the other 
and they like the same gender that they transition to, that that doesn't mean that they are sh- they are straight. Like, if a boy transitioned to being a girl and they liked girls, they would be a lesbian. That doesn't, but because they were born male doesn't mean that they're straight. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now, a next question, and because like I honestly I hate that too because the fact that I've been in, in a lesbian relationship before, a lot of people would think that oh. That means you're straight or something, and I'm like, no, because I'm a woman, I identify as a woman, I um, present myself as a woman because that's who I am. If you can't respect that, then there's no point of you trying to talk to me. And don't give me uh, there's people, there's times where there's people who are willing to understand, but there's other times where people will sit there and be ignorant and so um, rude about it that there's no point of talking to them. Have you ever encountered someone who was that ignorant before? Yes, I have. Sick. What? Oh, okay. Hold on. All right. Um. Now back to the question. You were saying about um. The question was, have you ever encountered someone who was that ignorant to the point where they did not even want to hear what you had to say? They just wanted to be spreading hate to you. Yeah, like I was saying when I was in sixth grade, there was this kid. I'm not gonna say his actual name. But um, let's let's call him Brad. Um, he Brad was basically very annoying to me and refused to accept the fact that I was trans male. He refused to call me by my um, preferred name, which is Elijah, and he always called me by my dead name. Used used the she/her pronouns on me, and no matter how many things I said or how what anybody else said, he would get he would try to trick other people and get them to start using my dead name and the she/her pronouns when it trying when assessing me and stuff and addressing me. Hmm. Now I'm going to read this one little quote from the book I'm reading, which is called Trans Bodies, Trans Cells, a resource for the transgender community. And it reads, this is going to be a little bit triggering because it's going to be um, talking about a lot of derogatory terms that's been used against the trans community. And we're going to go with the biggest one. <clears throat> the term tranny is very controversial. Coming from the outside world, it is often experienced as rude, demeaning, and harassing. However, some of us use this term to call about ourselves, especially when we are in circles of friends and feel that we are reclaiming it for ourselves. Do you think that we should reclaim this word, or this term um, tranny or... Because, like, honestly, I, for me, I just don't really agree with the term whatsoever. But I want to know how you feel about the whole term. Well, I've had that term be used against me before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can hear like you. That because I was at lunch one time and... 
Hello? Hold on, I think it... Alright. Uh, I don't know why it keeps doing that. It's supposed to go in segments, but I guess it's doing it shortly. Um, now, I wanted to know how you felt or what's your um, meaning when it comes to hearing the term tranny. And is it something that we should reclaim or not? Um, I don't like the term tranny because I feel like it's very degrading. So I, I honestly... Um, I feel like, yeah, it, no one else should, nobody should really use it. So I just had to run downstairs to get a drink. Um, so I feel like if we do reclaim it, we should just basically ban it in our community. Yeah. And so that we don't have to, like, suffer through having to be called that. Yeah. Um. It's also safe that within the trans community, who can reclaim the word can also be a controversial issue. The term has more often been used in the context of violence and hate towards trans feminine people. Some trans men feel that we should not use the because it has not been used against us in the same way. Um, and there was this little quote from another fellow trans person that say, I feel like the term tranny is too scary a word for folks with MTF trans experience. And as a trans masculine person, it is not mine to reclaim. How do you feel about this person quoting out this word, uh, quoting this out? Um, well, I feel kind of proud of them for like, expressing how they feel about it. Um, but like, like how they said, the word's kind of scary because of how how in the ways that's been used against us. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm in between yes and no for it to be honest, because I feel like yes, if we do reclaim it, um, we can get rid of the use of the word. But if we, but if we don't reclaim it because we don't want it to be a thing at all, other people. Will, can st- would still be able to use it against us. Okay. Now, the next question that I do want to ask about is um, non-binary identity. Now, a lot of people tend to think that the non-binary people does not fall underneath the trans community, but it actually does because of the fact that they do have what is called gender dysphoria. They might not... Non-binary people, they don't identify as neither male or female. Um, so I want to know how you feel about people who do identify as neither gender. Because a lot of people think that non-binary doesn't really count as its own gender no more. Well, I have a deep connection to this, actually, because before I discovered that I was trans male, I thought I was non-binary. Um, but I... But um, non-binary people definitely are part of the transgender community because they're transitioning away from the gender they were assigned at birth. Be- and because of that, they still have, like you said, the gender dysphoria because they're unhappy being the gender they were born as. So um, for those people that say, oh, non-binary people aren't part of the trans community because they're not either gender, 
Am I allowed to curse? Because if so, fuck them. Yes. <laughs> um, a next question I do want to ask. Um, hopefully it does not cut us out real quick. Um, it says that we might, we may identify as gender variant, gender queer, pan gender, or gender fluid terms used by those of us who feel we are both male and female, neither a male nor female, in between genders or on a continuum. Um, when it comes to explaining what it comes oh, to people who are androgynous, a lot of people think that non-binary people doesn't have um, pronouns when it comes to non-binary people. When uh, when you um, identified yourself as non-binary around the time, what was your pronouns? Because there's people who go by um, the old pronouns of Z, Zer, Zay, um, but now there's new terms for the non-binary people called they, them. Do you go by they, them, or do you go by the by those old pronouns back when you identified as non-binary? When I was non-binary, um, that was like kind of my first introduction to the trans community, and I didn't know what I wanted to be called. Um, so um, at first, I was like, am I an it? That I was like, no, that doesn't feel right. Am I they? That do- that still doesn't feel right, but I'll go by that. So I just ended up going by they, them, there because it was easiest for to be addressed as that. That's good. Now, another thing I do want to talk in terms about is another derogatory word. Um, and this is going to relate to a lot of things that's in this industry. Um, there's people who will call a transgender woman a she-male. You most likely will see this in porn industries or people who think, uh, who when they're trying to find a transgender per- a woman or trying to date a transgender woman and they want to understand them more, they will think of the, pro- of the name she-male when they first try to search up the name. What do you feel about that term being used in a porn industry and people trying to find what a transgender woman is. Um, well, when if you're trying to find what, like, what transgender women are, um, and that's the only term you know, I feel like it's okay to be searching that so you're able to find out the actual terms for transgender women. But um, being used in the porn industry, I just, I don't know how I feel about that because. Um, if I was a transgender woman, I, like, personally, because everyone sees it differently, um, I would feel attacked because if I was, um, male to female, because I wouldn't want to have to do, I wouldn't want anything about how I'm addressed to have to do with the gender I was assigned at birth, because that's not, that's not who I am. Right. And a lot of people in the porn industry, when it comes to the trans community, they, a lot of porn, uh, a lot of porn stars who are in the trans community, they feel as if if they end up getting their bottom surgery, they are not going to be able to get enough money to support themselves, um, because of the fact that a lot of porn industries 
when it comes to the transgender community, they get a lot of money when they don't have the bottom surgery. How do you feel about um, transgenders feeling as if they were forced, they have no choice but to keep the genitalia that they don't correspond with? Um, I don't think that they should feel forced to because um, even if the transgender community with porn, when it comes to porn, even if they do get more money because it's because because like straight people or people who aren't really big part of the lgbtq community in quotes um find it i guess weird or something that the top half of them would be one gender and the bottom half is another um i feel like they shouldn't feel forced to have to be part of that and should do what makes them happy because even if if you're um male to female you can get your bottom surgery and still make money in that industry, just not under the same category. Right. Now, another question I do want to ask is as well, um, this is going to be related to sexuality, not gender identity. Um, a lot of people get confused when, it, when they hear the term pansexual because they think that there's only two genders, not met, uh, which is male and female. So when they hear pansexual, they automatically think it's just bisexual, but just with a fancier name. Now, when you hear, uh, what do you uh, think is pansexual? Because I'm a pansexual person and I know the definition, but I just want to hear what's your perspective of pansexual. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm pan too. So, I mean, I like people, I don't really care about what gender they are, to be honest, because I like people for their personality and not, like, who they who they identify as. Like, if if I'm dating someone who's trans, if I'm t- dating someone who's trans female, I don't care for the, I don't care that they're female. But I will, like, I care about who they are, but I don't really care what gender they are, because, um, as long as you're not an asshole and you're and you're a nice person and you have a great personality and stuff, that's all I really care about when it comes to who I date. Yeah, when it comes to me, the way I identify myself as pansexual, because to me, it's me attracted to all genders. Not um, it does, to me, gender is not really an issue with me. For me, I'm more attracted towards your personality-wise. It doesn't matter what your outer appearance is. It doesn't matter what's in between your legs. It is what's in, what is your true personality. Well, yeah. Because you can be, honestly, to uh, for me, I don't care what gender you are. If you are the cutest person, it doesn't matter to me because you can have the worst personality. Like, a lot of people seem to think that if you're cute, that that's the um, you you have you can date that person because of the fact they're cute. To me, I don't go by that because I grew up knowing that, uh, knowing uh, knowing the phrase "Don't judge a book by its cover." Yeah, a lot of people have this situation where they judge people by their outer appearance instead of looking in within, and it does get to the point where it does get annoying. Because the fact that the kindest and most loyal people are usually the ones that are not seen, uh, not usually um, attracted to people in their outer appearance. I don't know why, but 
but that's what I'm more attracted to because of the fact that they have nice personnel. Literally, Hunchback and Notre Dame. Yeah. So another question I do have to ask is um, what do you feel about people bullying people by their outer appearance? How could that change in the future? Um, I mean, I hate it because for six years now, I've been bullied because of how I look and because of who I am. So I feel like on how it could change in the future is um, kind of, I guess, I don't, I don't want to use the term segregate, but like put the people together that that you know will support you and go to be around people who you know you're comfortable around and you know won't hurt you any in any way mm-hmm. and the and i guess keep the people who who basically you know are going to hurt you and know have some sort of ability and to hurt you and they will act upon that um find a way to keep those kids away from you and other kids who are like you and don't like the fact that bullying is happening. Right. Now, another question I do want to ask, since you brought up the term segregation, um, you know how there's uh, nowadays there's some schools, mostly public schools, who allows transgender people to wear, uh, to go to gender neutral bathrooms, which is for both male and female um, agenda bathrooms. How do you feel about that? Because honestly, when it comes to me, when it, you know, when, when you do, when I have to use a gender neutral bathroom, I feel like I'm being segregated against because of the fact that I'm not treated like the gender I identify with. They yeah. have to put me in a gender neutral bathroom. And usually the gender neutral bathrooms that are in schools are a lot more farther away from your classes. Yeah. So how do you feel about having a gender neutral bathroom in schools or in any place that's supposed to be for and that's really meant for only trans people? I when I when I used to go to my to Coral Springs Charter School, I've actually brought that up saying that whenever because I was forced to use the girls' bathroom. Um and I and when I brought it up I said that I felt segregated from everyone else because um, they said, oh, they told me that, oh, you can use the bathroom that's in the front office. And that's re- the front office at Charter is really far away from all, all of my classrooms. And so I, was, I was, ended up being forced to use the girls' bathroom. And when I asked to see if there was any gender-neutral bathroom nearby that I could use, there were none. And when I, if I asked to use the guys' bathroom, they refused because they said nobody else, no one's going to feel comfortable having a girl in the bathroom. Like I'm not a girl. He said, "Well, they're not going to be. They're not going to be comfortable with someone with the body of a girl in, the, in their in the guy's bathroom." Now, I also want to ask this question: Do you feel that we are more in danger of being raped, or being harassed, or most likely killed in a gender-neutral bathroom? Because technically, a gender-neutral bathroom means that every person can go in. So if someone was who is very against the trans community to the point where they want to hurt you or rape you or make sure that you won't be able to see another daylight ever again, how do you feel about going to a gender neutral bathroom? Because do you think that the higher, because a lot of, a lot of people don't know this, but there's more high risks of a transgender person 
being raped and murdered and being humiliated in a, a gender-neutral bathroom than it is any other person. I mean, in my opinion, I feel like gender-neutral bathrooms would be, instead of having the individual stalls like there are in the girls' and guys' bathroom, and multiple people can be in there at once, I feel like a gender-neutral bathroom should be like a bunch of, sing- like, either a single-person room where only a, only one person can go in there at a time, or be it so that um, there's different doorways that lead into different sections, I guess, so that it's like a bunch of different single-person bathrooms. So you can't, unless that person lets you in, you no one else can go in there while that person's in there. Okay. Um, now, the next question I do want to ask um, is what if you uh, have you ever considered yourself wanting to do drag in the future or definitely I find drag fascinating to be honest and um I've met a lot of I've met um a drag queen that was actually on RuPaul's Drag Race I met Serena I met Serena Chacha um and over the summer I might be meeting Cynthia Lee Fontaine on June 8th for um, the Sun Serves LGBTQ prom. Oh, right. For Pride Lines, right? Yeah. I was trying to actually get my, um, trying to sign up for the LGBT prom, but I haven't yet found a link to go there. I have a paper. It's through SunServe. Um, my mom has my pamphlet, but I can send you a picture of it so you can find out if, if you're able to go or not. Okay. Um, well, but I know I definitely have an interest of doing... Sorry, my dog is being weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely have a, an interest of doing drag in the future because it's so it's so interesting and entertaining. And I think that... If I'm, I, because I love entertaining people. That's besides the fact that I love dance. That's another reason why I'm in the dance competition industry because I'm able to entertain people. Right. Now, another thing I do want to say um, is that when it comes to um, drag, a lot of people think that drag is just meant for drag queens is meant for people who are biologically male. Now, mm. honestly, I don't agree with this because technically drag, when it first came out, was an art form. And it still is an art form. It doesn't have to be whether you are biologically male, biologically female, or anything. Um, because the fact that you're just having fun, you're dressing up, you're dancing, you're partying. Now, I want to ask this question. How do you feel about people who think that drag uh, people who are trans uh, people cannot be drag queens? Because there is this controversial thing that because of the fact that a lot of people mistaken transgender people with drag queens. Um, I mean, I definitely think transgender people can be drag queens, but, um, but the thing is, the style, 
I don't think it's that hard to tell whether someone is in drag and someone who's transgender because um, the art form of drag is very different. And it's very, like, I guess, big. Mm-hmm. Like, in general, I have seen some queens who have more natural-looking makeup for their drag. But drag, most of the time, both drag kings and drag queens are over the top. Well, if you look at someone who's transgender, um, most of the time they're just trying to blend in and fit in amongst the, amongst society. So, right. Um. Now, another thing I want to ask is, honest. Uh, before I um. Uh, before anything, this is not trying to attack you or anything. If you are okay with answering this, you can answer it as well. Um, how far are you with your or with your transition? Have you started your hormones yet with testosterone, or have you um, still is looking for still looking into getting your hormone replacement therapy? I want to go through hormone replacement therapy. Um... But I have not yet because um, to get testosterone, I have to be in therapy for a certain amount of time. And I and I started therapy in f- around February. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm pretty sure it's two years of therapy to start hormone replacements. Um, so I really want to be able to get through that to be able to start getting testosterone because the only other way to get testosterone without therapy is to be at least 18. And that is four years away from me. And so by doing the therapy option, I'm both helping myself and getting myself closer to being able to transition with hormones. That's good. And I'm very happy for that. Um, now, the next question I do have to ask because I actually have a lot of people who are very against it. How do you feel about the military ban when it comes to the trans community? I, um, because I, my parents told me about this, how the army um, isn't accept, wasn't like accepting the transgender community, I think. Um, I disagree with that because you should accept anyone, no matter who they are, if they have good intentions and want to serve their country and want to help out. Um, I think they should be accepted into the army so that they can help protect us and help keep us safe. Right. Now, a lot of people think that um, a lot of people think that trans uh, because of the fact that they think that gender uh, dysphoria is a mental illness. Um, that since that's a, uh, they think that since that uh, is considered a mental illness to them, that that's why they are kicking transgender people out. Which obviously I don't agree because it's not a mental um, condition. It's also a physical one. It's yeah. a combination and. A lot of people think that it's a long-term thing, but it's easily solvable by allowing us to transition and allow us to be respected as the gender we identify with. How do you feel about people considering that as a mental illness? Um, well, I actually also have experience with that because um, cause I recently switched 
um, I, re I recently switched therapists. I actually have my last meeting with my old one today, and he diagnosed my gender dysphoria as a mental illness. And because and he gives my parents a paper saying everything that he wrote down and everything that he's diagnosing, he has falsely diagnosed a lot of things with me. Um, and him saying that my gender dysphoria and gender identity issues are are, are mental illnesses, I completely disagree with it. Like you said, it's a mental thing, but it's not an illness, but it's also a physical thing because someone who's crazy isn't just going to random, like, I don't want to say crazy, but like someone who's psychotic isn't going to randomly say, um, oh, hey, I mentally am not this, but my body, I'm fine with it. Like, it's not going to be something like that. Yeah, because a lot of people think that because of the fact that there are um, transgender people who have transitioned in the past and are now regretting their transition. They think that that's why it's a mental illness. And I honestly disagree because of the fact that the reason why they transitioned is because something bad in their life was so devastating that they think that it was best for them to transition. There's a difference between Delo type of transgender people and people who are born feeling that they were not supposed to be the gender they were born with. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you this question. How do you feel about gen uh, transgender people who transition then regret their transition? I mean, this is another thing that my mom has talked to me about, saying that she doesn't want me to um, medically transition just yet, um, just in case I change my mind. Like, like, in my house, you're allowed to change your mind. Like, I could one day, um, if I ever feel like I'm not trans male, um, and like, because this is um, our time to find ourselves, to figure out who we are. And during the time while someone, maybe maybe they thought that they were transgender, they thought they were the other gender, um, later in life they could have realized, oh, this isn't me. And, and I'm pretty sure they could get a surgery done again to go back to the gender they were born, they were assigned at birth. And I know I've seen people who have literally um, not wanted anything on their chest, but they didn't want um, any genitals either because they were they were um, because they were not they were non-binary. They didn't um, identify as either gender. They literally just wanted a flat chest and a hole to pee out of. They didn't want they didn't want a vagina. They didn't want a penis. And I think that's actually very inspiring because um, they're kind of progressing non-binary community right now another thing about this is that what especially when it comes to transgender people when they fully get their bottom surgeries and get their top surgeries especially for trans women they can't go back to getting their old genitalia because of the fact that they already have this procedure done when they came to their um, bottom surgery. They can probably be able to get their um, boobs reduced, but they can't get their genitals, uh, genitalia back. Yeah. So when they regret, uh, so how do you feel when it comes to 
transgender people who transitioned that far and they regret their transition and they know that they cannot go back. Well, when it comes to um, MTF transitioning, um, they could always use what trans men use and um, get a packer to um, appear more masculine. And then when it comes to the spexy time, there's always a strap on, so. (laughs) All right. Now, another question I do want to ask, and this is uh, for something that actually has been happening recently. Um, What do you feel about these people who's now trying to bring out this term called autism gender, which doesn't really have no real definition to it. It has no actual pronouns to it. And should we consider this being part of the trans community or should we consider this being part of the LGBT in general? Did you say autism gender? Autism gender, yes. This is the first time I've heard this this term, I guess. Um, I don't really see autism as a gender, really, because my brother Malachi, he's autistic and he's very high-functioning, but that's not his gender. Like, yeah. He's my brother. I, yeah, I came across this one person and apparently I misgendered them somehow because they presented themselves as um, female, but they told me that they're autism gender. And when I went to go on ahead and ask them what their pronouns were, they didn't have any pronouns to really say. So I was like, how am I supposed to address you if you don't have a a pronoun? That's the problem when I hear about autism gender because the fact that I do have a younger brother as well. Uh, His name is Emmanuel William and he has autism. He's a high functioning autism uh, person who is high functioning, but he has autism. So it does anger me that people are trying to make autism its own gender, which does absolutely anger me. And I've seen research about this and a lot of people who are uh, autistic are not okay with the fact that people are trying to make this into a gender. And it does and it does upset me as well personally because the fact that it seems as if they're trying to make a mockery of the non-binary, the agendered, the um, gender fluid, gender queer, trans community all together. It makes it seems as if they're trying to make fun of it, and it's not a funny thing to um, yeah. make because the fact that there are people out there who is getting killed because the fact that there are transgender. There's people who are transgender. They did get killed and they got buried, and their parents refused to go by the gender. Uh, pronoun or the name that they go by. There's segregation that has been happening towards the trans community. There has been so many things that's happened towards the trans community that there's nothing too uh, funny about it. So to me, I uh, don't feel comfortable when people try to make the whole autism gender term a thing when it's not a thing. Yeah. Like, if I met someone who said, oh, I'm autism gender, whatever it is, I would feel like, I would also feel like they're making fun of me, 
like especially if it was some that someone that I knew like closely and I would think that they're my friend if they would say like oh guess what I'm just like you and they would say that I'm like bitch what um leave please like I would, that's what I would say to them I would say that and I would walk away because I I I feel like I would be feeling like I'm like I would be like I was being I like I would be being attacked like personally because yeah. it's, it does seem like they're trying to make fun of us. Yeah. Um. Now the next question I do want to say is um how uh, what do you think? It, um, because there's a, of course, this is a stereotype. Uh, this is a lot of um, controversial things about this. How do you feel about people saying that there's only two genders? Do you believe that there's only two genders or do you think there's more? I don't think that there's only two genders because gender is a spectrum, really. Like, yeah, there's people who, like, your gender and your, I, um, and your sex are two different things. Um, so like I said, gender is a spectrum. You're you're assigned. Your your sex is assigned at birth. Like the sex I was assigned is female, and both my brothers, the sex that they were assigned at birth is male. Both of their genders are male, but be, but my gender is also male, and like both all th- both both of my brothers and my father aren't completely on one side of the spectrum. They're not completely masculine with everything and because like they do have like the longer hair which longer hair is most of the time is seen more feminine but they do have the longer hair and my brother Malachi can rock a full face of makeup and so can my dad and if and my other brother Dorian he could if he wanted to like if he wanted to he could do that too but he would still be a guy I don't believe that there's only two genders overall yeah now, the next question I do want to say is because there's this law that's being brought up to Australia now that they're not going to give someone an assigned gender at first, and but they're wanting to wait till they what they identify with is. So should that law be uh, brought out and passed on so that way people who do identify as trans or do identify with the gender they don't correspond with at birth, should they have it not be assigned directly the moment they were born? Should they wait until they show signs of them identifying as the opposite gender? This is one of the questions where I'm kind of in between on because in general, it seems like a good idea but as it first starts out, people who, kids who are being born into that with the people who were not, that can cause them to, to kind of suffer more because like older kids could be picking on them because they would come out. Like I saw a video where um, these, it was, a car, it, was an, it was a cartoon type thing where um, their child um, didn't have a gender. Like they kept the, it, their, the kid's gender a secret the kid's name was X, and if people ask, he, um, they like both the color pink and blue, um, their overalls, 
um they always wore like gender neutral clothes like i said overalls and things like that mm-hmm. and um if someone asked what gender they are they would say oh my gender is x and that's it so i feel like in the future if that is becomes a thing that'd be a good idea but right now that might cause the kids being born into that even more strife and struggle because they're being born into a new generation and they're starting off that new generation right for me i um i have mixed messages with that um law as well because the fact that for someone to have gender dysphoria they have to not have the gender they correspond with um be assigned at birth because of the fact that usually when you find yourself identifying as the opposite gender it goes by gender roles gender um everything that you were assigned at birth like for me when i was assigned male at birth um they i was already forced into doing what boy thing what male things do like they play video games they um do um they play like trucks and stuff like that they have to do all this but i never in once in my life ever been corresponding with any of those gender new um roles or i never identified myself as neither male either so to me i feel as if that in order for them to have gender dysphoria they have to be assigned a gender at birth somehow so that way they know for sure they're not that gender yeah i mean what are they supposed to do um keep the what gender they were the sex that they were assigned at birth a secret like are the parents not would the parents not know when it's born um and what about when it comes to like i guess changing the baby's diaper what it's just a surprise oh i wonder what they were born as Oh, I thought they were born male. Nope, they have a vagina. Like, what is it gonna? What What would happen when it comes if they ever enforce that law? Right. Now, another thing I do want to talk about is when it comes to intersex people, because not only that I I found not only that I'm transgender, I also when I had started out about to get my hormones in, they found out that I have female chromosomes not male so that uh, I was the moment they found that out that made me classify it as being part of the intersex um, spectrum because now a lot of uh, intersex people they don't really count themselves as being part of the trans community because of the fact of uh, because of the fact that they don't know what I don't know how to th- uh, explain it, but how do you feel about the inter- uh, about people who are intersex and they don't really fall, they don't think they should fall underneath the trans community? Um, well, people who are intersex, I feel like it depends on how they, I guess, feel about it. Because as far as I know, I'm not. Um, but like, if I if I was or if I am, um, I feel like it just depends, because I'm already part of the trans community. But like, if I wasn't trans and I found that out, I would be happy to be to be um part of the trans community because, um, no matter what, people who are part of the LGBTQ community, you know, in any case, 
are going to be kinder and more accepting and so much nicer. So I feel like everyone should at least take a chance at seeing what we're like before saying, oh, yeah, no, that's not, I'm not part of that. I'm not one of them. Because I have people, I've had people, um, I've had, like, people asking, oh, I wonder if I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, well, that will make you part of the blah, blah, blah community. And um, they're like, oh, I don't be, I don't want to be one of them. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) fuck you. Yeah. Now, I also want to ask this question because this actually has been a case that has happened um, where a baby who was born intersex, the parents would choose the gender for them. Um, and later on, when that gen- when that uh, intersex child doesn't identify with that gender that they were assigned at birth because of the fact that their parents forced them to have this genitalia, what do you think, uh, should that be considered a uh, problem that should be dealt with or no? Um, I don't, uh, I mean, I'm also kind of in between again on this one because, like you said, um, I mean, I've seen people who have had both sets of genitalia and they'll grow up with both sets and then when, it's their t- when, when they're old enough to choose which one they wanted, they would choose what they have. Um, and so if they're, I feel like if their parents choose that for them, that will change who they are because um, that could change whether they're transgender or whether they're just cis, if they're cis or they, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like um, they, sh- they should be able to I feel like it all depends on how the parents feel. Because, like, if my child was born with both sets of genitalia, I would let them, I would keep both sets if it if it doesn't impact their health and let them choose once they're old enough and ready to. Now, there are some intersex people who want, or rather wants to keep both genders, uh, genitalia there, because of the fact that they feel as if it's a part of them that they should keep those things. What do you feel about um, trans uh, intersex people who don't want to get rid of those genitalia? That's their opinion. I mean, I think it's fascinating to see if, like, if I met someone who had both, like, someone who I'm am sexually attracted to when I'm older, and like we get into the bedroom and I see that, I'd be like, oh my god, that's amazing. That gets fascinating. Like, like I would think that that would be like that's one of the coolest things I've seen because I've never met someone like that in real life. I've only seen like documentaries about people like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if someone wants to keep both sets, I respect that. Like, in je- me personally, I don't want both sets, but if I meet someone who does. Fuck yeah, they rock. Like, if I met someone who was that confident with having both sets, I would want to get to know them immediately because they, they because like, people who are that confident, I feel like it's, it's good to have that type of confidence. Yeah. I had dated a inter- uh, another um, intersex person 
Um, they, but the type of intersex they were, it wasn't the fact that they had two different um, genitalia. It was the fact that they had two of the same genitalia. And honestly, it didn't freak me out. I was like, oh, cool, all power to you because of the fact that one, it was surprise. Honestly, I was shocked and surprised that there are people who are born with multiple. And the way he explained it was that um, something in his genes weren't completely accurate, so it caused him to grow another penis. So I was I, uh, it was very um, difficult <laughs> for me to somewhat process it because of the fact that I, it was the first time for me dating another intersex person. And this is around the time where I was just trying to figure out uh, why I was born intersex. Um, but yeah, that was, it was pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like documentaries about this and stuff, and the only thing I can think of when I see um, men who were born intersex and have two penises, the only thing that comes to mind is this is probably the child in me, but I just want to scream out, double wiener! <laughs> it's probably the five-year-old in me. Like We all have that inner five-year-old that will just probably want to scream that scream yeah. out. Because it's just hilarious. Like, I'm not trying to make fun of it. Just double wiener. Yeah, I understand completely. Um, like, it's just funny now, in general. Now, another question. This is going to be also related to the um, trans community. I Hopefully, I can remember it again because I kind of forgot it. Um, it is because I had this debate with this one person and he tried to bring up this term um, saying that transgender people are actually promoting sexism than anything. And I argued it back because the fact that there's so many cases where transgender people are promoting that both masculinity and femininity are both equal. It's both the same thing. It's not something that we should be identifying ourselves with because of the fact that and masculinity is the same uh, can do the same thing as feminine person who has a lot of femininity inside them. So what do you think about the whole thing of him saying that we are promoting sexism? I don't think that we're promoting um, sexism. I mean, I'm a very, very, very feminine man. But I'm still a man. And, like, I've met a lot of girls who are very, very, very masculine. Like, one of my dance teachers, her wife, um, she, um, like, vi visually and, like, how she acts, she comes off as, acts, as she, um, like, comes off as male. Like, no matter where she goes. Like, on online, um... She just says, oh, yeah, I'm a boy. Like, she doesn't care how what, what people call her. But, like, she's still a girl. Like, she doesn't care. 
And I think that that's really interesting. And I think that's very confident, very carefree, which I I like. And like she de- she def- like she defends like um, women and men being equal. Like she's a feminist. Um, my mom and I were both feminists, and we believe that um, women, trans women, and people like and trans women of color too, we, um, they should be treated, and trans men too, like, we should be treated the same way that other men are treated. Like, we should be paid the same, we should be treated the same, we shouldn't ha- be, like, treated less than, and be treated like objects. Right. Um, well, that's going to be all the time for here today. I'm so thankful for you to come on to my uh, little podcast. Um, and if you have anything you would like to say to the audience that will be listening to this podcast, uh, uh, be feel free to say anything that you want to say. Um, love yourselves. Love who you are. Don't be scared to tell other people how you feel about how about them and about about who you think you are um and just be confident don't care what other people say about you i've had bad experiences about caring about what people say about me don't it'll just lead you down a rabbit hole of feeling bad for yourself and worrying about what other people are saying about you that was a very moving speech thank you so much for joining into my podcast um, now, if you want to come uh, see anything behind the scenes when it comes to me doing my podcast, if anyone is listening to this podcast, my Instagram will be uh, Therafina underscore MUA. If you want to be featured into any of my podcasts, my number is 786-424-1387. I will say it again, which is 786-424-1387. One three eight seven, and if you also want to follow any other um social media platforms that I'm on, I am on Facebook, I'll Twitter, and um Instagram, which will be put onto the um description below, and I will also put Elijah's um social platforms in the description below so that way you'll be able to see our journeys as we transition and show our inner beauty from within thank you and have a blessed day thank you